Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Chris Nahibi. Chris, you're in Southern California in Orange County. You are the CEO of Black Crown Realty. You're the CEO of Black Crown Law uh, and also the Executive Vice President with First Foundation. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on. A fellow Orange County member on the other coast. It's a rare opportunity. That's right. Orange County to Orange County. So, Chris, uh, high level, explain what Black Crown does. You know, we really kind of filled the niche of privacy for high net worth and celebrity clientele originally. And the idea was that we would just, we were really good at kind of keeping things off the radar. I'm an attorney by trade. So it made sense that I could form an LLC and put you into a structure that could buy a property that, you know, would really keep your name off title and, you know, have a trustee like a bank, for example, act as trustee on your benefit. So it really kept people, you know, comfortable. Plus, we already had those existing relationships and, by nature of those relationships, people want to work with somebody they knew. And we've gone essentially to a retail platform now where what we do provide the same concierge level service to individual retail customers and clients, where it's more of an educational process and a partnership. It's not a transaction for us. So unlike a traditional real estate firm, we don't take every single client that comes to our door. And one of the things that we've really focused on is relationships over time and, and building that value proposition. So, um, so then as a real estate company. So are you, so if I understand correctly, so you're just, you're helping move uh, high value properties then, or are you working on behalf of buyers or sellers or? Both. So we work on behalf of buyers or sellers. Typically speaking, we work with people that are relationship oriented. So if you're looking mm-hmm. to buy one property for you, that's great. It's a great starting point. We do that now in the past. We hadn't. The idea is that, you know, today's starting families are going to kind of wind up being your next legacy uh, wealth people. Uh, one of the things that we do in, the, in part of that process, we focus more on the educational path versus the wealth building path, because when you're buying your first home, it's intimidating. It's kind of scary. And a lot of these real estate agents will get you into this situation and they're not really educating you along the way. It's more of, let me get you there. Let me get a commission. It's transactional and they're out of your life. Whereas we have other things that work as affiliates. For example, we have the law firm. So, you know, we're always there as kind of a, a conduit for you to talk to about things, whether it's wills and trusts, estate planning along the way. So we're really focused on relationships. So a lot of times people will come to us from places like Zillow and they're saying, hey, I'm looking for somebody that'll do X. That's not us. We're, <laughs> we're relationship oriented. We're looking to build and grow with you. We're looking to you know, kind of help you build your real estate you know, franchise, if you will, in your own real estate you know, investment portfolio along the way. So okay. A little, a little bit more high level than you know, a traditional real estate shop, I think. Right. So if I'm on your website right now, like I, I see, um, you know, a thousand plus happy clients, 20 billion mm-hmm. in closed transactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, are these then, and then as I scroll down, I see exclusive properties uh, and, and I see some very, very high end properties are all, you know, 30 to $50 million 
um, properties. Now, are, are you looking to sell these to someone who would buy this as an investment or they would buy this as their primary home? Or I, 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 Again, pretend like I'm uh, a, a, a complete, like five. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Totally understand. So what we do with the website is that is essentially our retail path. That is for anybody who's a high net worth individual or just a customer. You can find homes as low as you know a couple hundred thousand dollars in Southern California there or the Midwest, mm-hmm. depending on where you're looking. You'll find those there as well. Those are just the ones that come up in the area as kind of more appealing to what our clients have, have been historically. So mm-hmm. the baseline is this, is I'm not interested in somebody who's coming to us who just wants to buy a home and move on with their life. We want somebody who wants to come to us. So every, every initial conversation is an interview of sorts. That entire platform, the retail channel like that, high net worth individuals and celebrities, they're not going to my website. They're not going to that. They're, they're not going to the website anymore. It's not their profile. Relationships are the truest form of currency for our business. Yeah. So because of that, we have those existing relationships. They're not going to that. They know who I am by name. They know who the company is by name. We do have the, the benefit of the mobile app now, which has been really beneficial for that community. I didn't think it would because it has end-to-end encryption and a chat feature inside of it, which is kind of nice for our existing clients. Uh, it makes them feel a little more comfortable versus sending stuff via text and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But what it really does is it allows us to give you a retail platform, build a relationship with you, kind of understand your needs, have be like a center, if you will, for your financial information. We have your tax returns. We have your financial information. We've helped you select lenders along the way. If it's not you know, our bank, it's somebody else's. And the goal is to put you in a property, but for you to continue to grow. If you're looking to buy just a home for you and your family, we're probably not the shop for you because we're going to kind of want to come back to you and continue to buy investment properties. Now, if you're a single family investor, those are not the kind of invest. You're not going to go into a 30 or 40 or $50 million property investment. I always recommend against that. There's people who do it. It's crazy. I typically put people in the stuff. Like, for example, the last one I did was uh, two weeks ago. It was a property in the Midwest, $275,000 for a client. He put 25% down and it winds up cash flowing him about six, $700 a month. We have a property manager there. We have all the people there. So now all he has to do is collect the check from his property manager. So it's essentially hands off. Even though he had the capital to invest, he doesn't have to worry about it. And it, I think in his case, it wound up being just under uh, 11% cash on cash return, which in this economy is great. But we, we put all those pieces together. And because you know he in particular is a high net worth individual, wants a little bit of confidentiality, we sign a retainer agreement as a law firm in addition to that. So now he's covered under attorney-client privilege. That's interesting. Okay, so th- again, the kind of the the advantage uh, through working through Black Crown is uh, if I deal with just a normal <laughs> realtor or something like that, um, talk about like what I would be missing out on. Well, and, and when you say confidentiality, help me understand why that's valuable. It's hugely valuable. So if you're, again, a high net worth or celebrity individual, right? And you don't want your name out there. Every mm. celebrity client I've ever worked with is, has asked us to sign an NDA. And we've effectively upped that by having them sign a retainer agreement. Now they're covered under attorney-client privilege. It's not only just an NDA contractual agreement, but I also have a fiduciary responsibility, which could cost me my license. So because of that, you know, you'll never see me disclose names. You'll never see us talk about some of these individuals. And whenever we put the, the mechanism together to buy property, for example, commercial or multifamily property, we do it in an LLC. We have several vehicles which will deploy trust, for example, that'll be the, you know, the managing member. So if a paparazzi or the news want to go check title and see if what you've bought lately, they're not mm-hmm. going to be able to find who actually owns that property. And because you're covered under the legal responsibilities that we have, you have a certain degree of assurity in that anonymity. Uh, for what I would say is a, a less complex uh, buyer or somebody who's looking to just get started in this space. Yeah. We also give you the ability to talk to you about the legal structure that's best for you. We can put you in contact with CPAs that t- can, you know, can explain a little bit of why the tax benefits of, for example, an LLC is a very common strategy for real estate acquisition. 
And there are plenty of realtors out there who have subject matter expertise as it relates to this over their experience over time, but very few of them that are actually attorneys, very few of them that are actually general contractors, and very few of them have all these people on staff as well, and can do it with this degree of comfort that you have in knowing that none of these things will ever be talked about. One of the things you see constantly is, oh, um, this celebrity or this individual just bought a property. It's a matter of public record and it's on title, and that's just the way it works currently. We we operate in the fine lines in between to make sure that people's names don't get out there. And that in this, today's day and age where privacy is such a concern is hugely valuable to some of these people. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Anyone who does, I mean, even a refi today, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just on your home, I mean, you know, guess what? You're, you know, the junk mail is going to start piling in. So it is absolutely public record and it's, it's well known. So I get it. So, yeah. I, okay. So Chris, how did you, what, what's your, your evolution? So like, how did you get yourself into this niche? Yeah, I didn't really think it was a niche, if I'm being candid. I thought it was kind of a crazy idea, but it just kind of boiled over. Uh, I had worked in lending since I was a kid. I had worked on the commercial multifamily side. I started off on the single family side. I'd always been in that, you know, went to law school, graduated law school, did a lot of work, started off with just friends and family. I'd always been a broker since since I was younger, since I had the opportunity uh, to, to sit for that exam. I did it and eventually started doing my own properties. Well, a lot of people came to me and said, hey, these properties are working out well for you. My own personal real estate portfolio started doing pretty well. I started buying in the Midwest and and thinking about opening up franchises there and possibly opening up you know, a different real estate shop there. And as time went by, more of my friends and more of my family and more of the people that I worked with, we just had conversations like this where, hey, Chris, like, what are you doing? Like, and I'm very open. Like, I want people around me to be successful. So one of the constant questions people would, they would go home, they'd come back and they'd say, hey, can you put me into something similar? Well, flash forward to you know my work at the bank and some celebrity and high net worth clients that have been my friends well before that, that, that had seen some of the things that we'd done and growth-wise there, and we'd talked. They knew I already had some of their financial information. They, they knew that I was in this public you know, profile situation where you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a more of a trusted individual than a lot of people you would see online. There's a lot of stigma out there as it relates to information and disinformation and what people get from, you know, I would call these gurus or people that you see. And you don't know if you should trust somebody. And just because they have fame or notoriety doesn't necessarily mean that you should trust them. So it all came back to these people felt comfortable with me and had an existing relationship that she was former currency stick again, right? So slowly but surely, people kept asking me for more and more assistance. And over time, that assistance became bigger and bigger portfolios of real estate, identifying more complex you know, transactions. And then thinking more about how an aging population of high net worth individual was going to you know, give away their assets to their kids, you know, wealth planning. Well, I'm an attorney and that's kind of one of the things that we do. So we help people out. It's not a tremendous moneymaker on the legal side. Frankly, we do that more as a client accommodation, but we also help out in, you know, in the event of emergencies and things of that nature where we charge a little bit more. Uh, it, it's been an interesting ride. It was strictly by referral. I haven't really done any marketing or advertising up until the website that you just noted and the, the app. And the idea was I wanted to use this vehicle as a way to provide financial literacy to people. I wanted to use this vehicle as a way to destigmatize what is always a stressful thing for most people, and that's buying their home, which is the single largest investment that they make. Uh, and we're not money driven with that endeavor. It's it's really about doing a service and doing a good job at it. And anything outside of that, it, you know, if we can't or we don't align, I'm, I'm happy to pass on customers. So, what is what would you say are kind of some of your main tenets when it comes to real estate investing, or you know, or making that real estate purchase, right? Mm-hmm. Where maybe you see some other folks out there that are just giving bad advice. Like, what what do you what do you take exception with? I take exception with a lot of things that are going on. This list could be an hour long conversation, but I'll tell you <laughs> that when it comes to investment property, one of the things that bothers me is a lot of this upside potential talk. For most people, buying a piece of real estate is very very stressful, and they're putting what is a large nest egg for themselves into it. 
So I always go into real estate saying you need to you need to buy something that's cash flow positive on day one. You can't go into it hoping for upside potential unless you're a more seasoned investor and you've got some experience and you've got more of a capital liquidity position to take that level of risk. There's nothing wrong with things like the Burr strategy, which is very common with real estate investors, or you know buying something that needs a little bit of a flip or rehab and work done. But you need subject matter expertise. You need the experience. You need the time and the game to really get there. And if you're just starting out, buy an investment property that cash flows. It's not going to be a tremendous amount of money on day one. It's not going to increase in appreciation you know, overnight, but that's getting your foot in the door to what is yeah. a lifetime play over time. It's not this get rich quick scheme that you see online, not the fallacy of the, of the you know, 20 or 30 year old something, you know, sitting in front of a Lamborghini. We just, we just don't do that. Yeah, no, that drives me crazy. <laughs> it's the same old shtick on social, you know, just playing up the, you know, the the big pimp and daddy kind of thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous, but it's prevalent. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And and you're right. The, the, the truly wealthy, I mean, you can go back to millionaire next door. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. It's like the yeah. truly wealthy, they, they don't necessarily do that kind of stuff. They're just kind of quietly, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, pick up another greenhouse, pick it up another greenhouse, pick up another greenhouse. And then you got a hotel on boardwalk eventually. But it's going to take some time to do that. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's funny because that's a great analogy, right? So Monopoly is one of the most tedious, like long games you'll ever play because it just takes time. And that's the game. The real life version of it takes an exceedingly long time too. It's going to take decades to get to where you want to go. And you have to plan your life strategically to get there. And these people online are selling a life that doesn't fit that, that profile. So one of the things that we do, and this is where the educational component comes in to what we do, is we try to destigmatize the experience of buying real estate to the extent that we can by educating people about some of the things that they, they have heard or seen that are not, not likely true or helpful to them. A lot of people get told about these 3% down programs and they think, well, I can go into buying an investment property with that. No, that's for your primary residence. That's not for you to buy investment property after investment property with 3% down. And there's a lot of disinformation out there where people think they're going to come in uh, and do things. And another one that we've been seeing a lot recently is people who really, really want to buy an investment property for, for Airbnb. And they're just, they think they're going to, you know, rent it out for three, four times the amount of a typical rental. And they're just going to make this money. And while it's a very profitable thing, there's a lot of thought that goes into that. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And it's more of a service-based business than it is a true rental-based business. It's, it operates more like a transient occupancy, like, like a hotel. So we try to, we try to, you know, temper expectations and really see if people are, are willing to go into it, knowing what we know and what we think is the overwhelming likelihood based on a property. Yeah. Yeah. You know, from a marketing standpoint, one other thing I want to compliment you on is your, Inst your Instagram dialed in, my friend. Oh, thanks, <laughs> I, whoever's man. helping you on that, uh, you know, high compliments to that team because, oh. uh, you know, and, and, and if you want to search on Instagram right now, uh, so it's uh, at Chris Nahibi dot uh, uh, is the username as uh, N-A-G-H-I-B-I. Uh, I love whoever's designing all this stuff with you. Believe it or not, that's me. Uh, I have a I have a content team who helps me out, and they spend uh, a wonderful amount of time with me. Uh, you know, <laughs> doing you know little bits here and there for social media, for YouTube, and you know for all the platforms that we can. And the idea is to give out that free information. But the the overall aesthetic, I've learned the hard way. I've paid people. I got scammed myself in the beginning with yeah. growth, and yep. got hit with all sorts of bots and fake accounts. And we're still remedying that. You'll actually go back to that account in a week from now and see the the, the number of followers will go down because we're getting rid of all the fake accounts and going through it. And it's a very manual process. But 
uh, I've learned the hard way. And that's, that's a great lesson. I think for people to take home is that, you know, even the most experienced people in the world are, are inexperienced in some topic and, and social media was a new thing for us. And I learned the hard way and everything you see there is a product of that painful experience, but largely controlled by me these days. Mm. Yeah. Do you also got, I mean, you got, um, verified, which is kind of cool. Did, did do yeah. you recall when that happened, how that happened? Yeah. Ironically, that happened three weeks ago. And let me, t- let me set ah. this out. Let me set the stage up for you. I knew that we, I had hired a growth service that was supposed to have, you know, very well-known prominent growth service. So yeah, I was shocked to see how comfortable they were with bot followers and fake followers. The engagement wasn't there. Uh, so we'd applied for verification. Um, I want to say six months prior. Mm-hmm. And then three months after we applied for that initial verification, we were told it wasn't going to work because uh, there was issues and it was very ambiguous. We didn't know. Uh, one of the core requisites to going in is you got you to have notoriety. You have to have some media yeah. mentions out there. Right. I happen to have a couple articles that had came out since then uh, that you know were you know modest, nothing big. I really didn't think that I met the notoriety standard, if I'm being candid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they resubmitted it. I expected there to be a complete nothing. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, couldn't sleep. We have a two and a half year old son, my wife and I. And I looked at my messages in, in my direct message because my sister had messaged me. And I'm like, what's this little blue? Like, oh, my God, I'm verified. Ah! <laughs> um, there was no email. There was no fanfare. There was no alert. There was nothing there. Uh, I'm not saying that I don't value it for what it is. It's kind of cool, but yeah, it, it's a it's a very cloak and dagger unknown thing to me. I don't necessarily understand it, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Twitter is probably the I would say is the easiest one to get. Facebook's impossible today. That they, they used to hand it out pretty easily. I didn't jump on it quick enough and uh, missed, you know, kind of missed the boat on that. Instagram is the one that would uh, I'd like to pick that one up. I've got Twitter. Don't don't Instagram is one that uh, that that's the one I'd really like to get. So yeah. So I can give you some key insights that I've learned. Uh, so one of my former employees, whose name I won't mention, actually yeah. went to go work there for Facebook, and this is kind of what he does. Uh, I've learned some pretty interesting things, and I'll just give you some food for thought. Number yeah. one, if you apply through the app, they get over 3 million requests a yes. day right. through the app. You need to have a PR company with access to their portal to push you through. Mm-hmm. And when they do push you through, you essentially sign a form. It's an Instagram form, and you give them you know, kind of three of your, your most recent articles uh, for notoriety purposes yep. or a link to your site, which has links to you know your current media. And they'll go through and they'll go through the process of kind of seeing how you rank. But your follower count doesn't mean anything. No. Uh, your interactions, your engagement means nothing. It really comes oh, wow. down to, it, it, yeah, surprisingly, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, look at me. My account has terrible engagement still. We're still working on it. But it didn't prevent us from getting there. Mm. Uh, what I'll say is I think what matters most is if they believe that someone could fake your identity, which is becoming a huge issue. If you look at TikTok, yeah. it's all over the place. <laughs> So the the more the more likely that, that you could be somebody that that could be faked or has identity could be you know challenged. I think the more prominent that that will be as far as a possibility for you. I think for me, frankly, my stance as a as an executive at a publicly traded company probably helped out a little bit there, uh, just because the last thing you want is online fraud or somebody from someone like yeah, you. right, right, and, and attorney, you know that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I that's that's cool, yeah. Chris. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, how do people engage with your content? Because you talked about you know being a value, helping people, serving, you know, providing a lot of education. Um, where 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 do we where do we engage? on that wherever you really feel comfortable i mean we're on youtube all on tiktok we're on instagram i mean i do it all and at this point frankly it's not we're not selling anything i i think one of the biggest you know misconceptions is that i come on situations like this and i'm trying to get you to come to my company i'm not trying to bring real estate company clients in if you come in and you want to work with us because you like something you heard great 
the idea is we're trying to be a positive resource of good, wholesome information in a world that has become so far-fetched in, yeah. in hyperbole. And we're trying to challenge that by just providing good backdrops. And sometimes I'm a little more pointed. I will point out influencers who do things that I think are just terrible and give you very, very bad advice. Not too long ago, I, I took a shot across the bow at Grant Cardone, who was a very successful entrepreneur. But mm -hmm. I only was trying to point out that one of the things he said was more of a sales gimmick than it was an actual function with no knock on him. Uh, but we're really trying to engage people in the way they want to be engaged. We also provide a little bit of celebrity home content. Uh, obviously, none of them that are directly my clients that I would disclose, but a lot of stuff that goes on because I think people want to see a little bit of that. But we're doing it in a way I think we're trying to be educational, a little bit of entertainment, and and really help people help themselves. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Christopher Nahibi and uh, your your website, and then from your website you have links to all your social media. Um, but just go to Black Crown Inc. Com. Did I get that right? You did. Yeah. 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 So at the bottom will be links, um, particularly go check out Chris's Instagram just to see what I was talking about. Great. Your team, you and your team are doing great stuff. Um, and a lot of uh, really interesting content uh, that's valuable and yet really kind of serves that Instagram social media audience. A lot of celebrity name dropping, you know, but what can we learn from a lot of these celebrity stories, Re you know, real estate, wealth, that sort of thing. Thank you. And that means that means a tremendous amount to me. That That is exactly the idea. And I hope somebody finds it beneficial. That's that's the goal. Awesome. All right. Christopher Nahibi, and you are the CEO of Black Crown. You're found at blackcrowninc.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.